Hello, my name is Rian Dunleavy and you are listening to the Kids BJJ and MMA podcast. A podcast all about inspiring people to get into fitness and martial arts. In this podcast, you can expect fitness tips and workouts, MMA training tips and a look into my journey to become a professional MMA fighter. If you like the sound of that, then stick around. There will be new episodes every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Okay, what's up guys? So today I'm going to be giving you a podcast about just a few ideas for home MMA fighters or martial artists to train at home, okay? So if you enjoy it, then please listen to some of my other episodes. Thank you. So a few months or weeks before I turned 14, I decided that I wanted to become a professional MMA fighter, okay? Before that, I was doing jiu-jitsu and a bit of MMA, but then I was just doing that because I, I really enjoyed doing that, but I wasn't trying to make a career out of it, okay? But then I decided, yeah, this is what I'm going to try and do. And at that time, I was going to my club, Shallon MMA Gort, about twice a week. And then you see MMA fighters, they're training twice a day, usually. So I had to think of some ideas of how I can train at home without any training partners, really, okay? So technically, I do have two training partners, um, my two younger brothers, but it's very sporadic when they will train. So they're not as into MMA as me, and that's completely okay. They have other goals than that. So I couldn't rely on them to train with me every single day. So I need to think up of my own routine or plan, okay? So I'm going to get into it now. So the first thing that I did was say, okay, what equipment am I going to need? And at this time, I already had some mats, and I actually had a heavy bag as well. So I thought, you know, I'm pretty decent for equipment. At this time, I did not have a good pair of boxing gloves. I had a pair of bag of gloves that came with my heavy bag, but they were not very good. So, a couple of weeks later, I bought some boxing gloves. So at this point, I had the mats, which I bought a few years back, I had the heavy bag, which I bought a few years back, and now I had a good pair of 14-ounce gloves. So that was, and then other, other than that, that, that was the martial art equipment that I had. I'm not including like a skipping rope, hand wraps, anything like that. But then I also had like pull-up bears, some weights, dip bears, push-up bears, some other uh, equipment like that. But I'm going to keep it to the martial art equipment right now. So I established what equipment I wanted. I didn't want to go overboard like, oh, I want a full gym. I want three different heavy bags. I want this, I want that. Because really... I did not have that sort of money then, and I don't really have that sort of money now either. Okay, so you need to think of a way of having equipment that doesn't cost a ton of money. So then, I have to wake up at 7 every morning to get a bus to school. But then I wanted to also be running and doing strength training in the morning. So I started getting up at about half half past 6. So that's the first thing I did. I woke up at half past six and I went and I either did, I either ran or did a strength workout in that time. So that was the first part of my training. 
because I know that I, I love doing strength training, calisthenics, mainly a little bit of weights. And then running, I know it's really going to help me with becoming a pro MMA fighter. And I do enjoy running. Even to this day, I'm running a lot. Like, yesterday I did 7K. Today I'm probably going to do another run right after this podcast as well. So I decided, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Monday to Saturday, wake up early and do my first workout. And then Sunday, have a bit of a rest. So them workouts, the running or strength training workouts, usually look something like this. So I'm going to explain it very quickly. So the running ones were usually sprints. Sometimes I would just run for 20 minutes straight uh, to kind of recover, but it would be usually sprints. And then what it would be is like a quick warm-up, then 5, 200 meters or 10, 100 meters or some... Uh, any any sort of sprints, okay, and then with about 30 seconds to a minute break because I'm trying to increase my overall power, but then I'm also trying to increase my cardio with this, okay? So that was the workout, just a sprint and do it between 5 and 10 times with a little jog to warm up and cool down. There's nothing major. It's something you'll see everywhere. You don't need any equipment for this. And I measured it because... Uh, I was doing it in like a GAA pitch and I know all the distances of it because I used to do athletics there. But if you don't, it really doesn't matter whether you know what distance you're running as long as you don't go way overboard or way less. But you're going to know if you're running for like 10, 10 meters or if you're running for like two, 300 meters more than you're supposed to. It's, so you don't really need any markers, but it's good to know anyway. So then the strength workouts that I did in the morning, sometimes this would be in the morning and sometimes it would be later on in the day or night. Um, It really depended on the day, but I'm just going to explain it anyway. So at this time, I was just doing body weight exercises purely 10 by 10 German volume training. So basically the pull up. So this will work if you lift weights do body weight, do whatever, you do 10 sets of 10 reps of a compound movement, and that was it, Um, so that's an okay training routine, but honestly, I don't really recommend it now, and my strength dropped off a little bit then, I I maintained it with that, but it wasn't as good as it used to be, that training routine is good, but then you should do a little bit of isolation work afterwards as well, I think, and I was just trying to get through these strength workouts quick because I honestly did not have that much time okay so now let's get into why you came to this podcast and so the martial arts or MMA based training sessions I was using a heavy bag so and some mats and gloves that was pretty much all I used for these sessions and maybe a partner if I could so I'd warm up with skipping or shadow boxing, depending on the day, sometimes both. And really, that's one thing that I really recommend. If you are trying to get better sessions on your own, then 10 minutes of shadow bo- or 10 minutes of skipping, then 10 minutes of shadow boxing, that's already 20 minutes of work in, rather than just doing a quick five minute stretch. Uh, in skipping, you're improving your footwork and all that. That's that's a topic for another podcast or video. And then shadow boxing, it's pretty much just um, doing the fight or match, but 
do you just punching and kicking the air? Then also you can do shadow wrestling or shadow grappling, whatever you want to call it. Um, so that's pretty much um, imagining you're in a grappling match and doing it. So there are the three warm-ups that I do. If I need it on my foam roller stretch, but not that often. Um, so yeah. So that's how I would warm up. Then I would try to get my brothers to train or anyone to train with you, okay? If you if you do not have anyone to train with you that does martial arts, then you can still find ways of training with them. You can teach them how to hold pads. That's that's one way you can do it. Or what I found that works well, get somebody and give them some gloves or something soft on their hands and get them to try and hit you and you just work on your defense. So that's one great way. That was really good. And the people don't, the person you're with does not need any martial arts experience. And it's going to be helping you a lot with your defense. But if you live on your own or they will not do that with you, th that happened a lot. People are busy. People have things to be doing. That's okay because I'm going to show you some other ways. So the first, the next thing that I would always do, I think I've probably done, I don't think I've ever done a solo uh, martial arts training sessions without bag work so this is great because you can really work your power with something that you, you can't really do as much like you're not going to be sparring at 100% or I suppose you can hit pads quite hard but the bag you can really do whatever you want because it's not there's no chance of anyone hurting themselves with it but Honestly, bag work is really effective. So what I recommend doing. So this morning, my martial arts training session, I did about a 15-minute warm-up with some shadow boxing and skipping. Then I probably did about 40 minutes on the bag. And then, and then about five minutes of skipping at the end. So people are like, what, 40 minutes on the bag? How, how does that work? How do you not get bored? So one way that I've found works well is working different types of styles on the bag. So I don't mean like, I'll explain what I mean. So first you can do 10 minutes or five minutes or around however you want of boxing. Then maybe Muay Thai, then maybe MMA. And then you might be asking, how am I supposed to do MMA on the bag? That's not striking. You can sprawl, you can shoot in, you can work your clinch. Well, that's part of Muay Thai and kickboxing as well. And, but yeah, that's one way of doing it, doing boxing, then kickboxing, then MMA, or anything like that. Then another way of doing it is get a combo that you're working in your gym or club, and then try to master it on the bag, or you can look up on YouTube, great combos. Uh, one good YouTube channel is MMA Shredded. It's run by a one championship MMA fighter, Jeff Chan. And he's got a ton of um, instructional videos and breakdowns and things like that. So that's definitely very good if you want to look for combos. But if I'm doing pads in my club or whatever combo we're working on or one of the combos that I liked, then I try to bring them home and do it on the bag and try to get much better at it. So you can spend like 10, 20 minutes of working specific combos and then start doing just random bag work. So a lot of people do rounds, like three minute rounds, five minute rounds, one minute rounds even. But for me, like recently, I've just been hitting the bag for 20 minutes straight. 
and my conditioning is getting pretty good and and it kind of has always been like that from just uh doing uh, running every day almost when I was like 11 and playing sports all during that time and I'm still running every day pretty much so my conditioning and cardio is pretty is pretty solid so I, I sometimes just hit the back for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes straight. But usually what I'll do is first I'll just work some combos that I want to work on or I find fun. Then I'll uh, get out my boxing gloves and I do a random amount of time. I don't, I don't time it with them on the bag. I can take little breaks in between if I want. But usually it's just like 10, 15 minutes straight with just stopping for like... Five ten seconds every once in a while. Then I'll take out my MMA gloves and do the same thing, and I'll repeat that and just do whatever I feel. So that's the bulk of the workout: bag work. So warm up, bag work, and then you can do some conditioning or whatever at the end or nothing. But then a lot of people don't have heavy bags and they cannot uh, put one in their house or they're not allowed one. One way that you can do it is a standing heavy bag. I've heard they're not as good, they're not as solid, but you can still use them all the same, pretty much. Um, but if you don't have the money or you just can't buy a heavy bag, then there are a ton of things you can do. I hung up some tires from monkey bears and I used it as a bag at one point. But then one thing that works really well and you can use a tree and it will not, damage the tree is get some strong string or rope and tie it from the tree and then get some good duct tape and tape a soccer ball or football or whatever to the rope and then get another bit of rope going to the ground and make a double end bag so this will not harm the tree at all you'll understand why if you know what a double end bag is it's pretty much a string attached to the ceiling a string attached to the floor and just this uh, circular ball in the middle that you punch. And it works. It's not meant to be just working power. It's meant to be getting used to you're hitting something and then it's coming straight back at you. So that's really good. That's one thing that you can do. But then that, that can also act as a slip bag or slip ball as well. So just have it hung from the tree. Then push it and you can shadow box and work your defense at the same time. Okay, but if you live, or if you just cannot do any of them things, I do not know. There's got to be something you can do out of them. But if you cannot, there are obviously other things that you can do. So firstly, you can punch a wall, but that's never something I wanted to do. So I, I don't recommend doing that. But there are always solo drills. So you can look up footwork drills and shadow boxing drills. And you can use your shadow boxing instead of bag work. So you can work your combos just in the air, looking in a mirror or not. And just shadow box and work your combos. I, I don't like doing this as much as I like doing bag work. But you have to do what you got to do. You have to use what you have. So you can do that. So secondly, um, that's all striking related. What about... Uh, jiu-jitsu or wrestling or grappling now honestly grappling or i'm just gonna call it grappling for now it's harder to train on your own so one thing you can do is get a grappling dummy 
they're good I heard and I actually made my own one so if you want to make your own one then get your gi or if you don't have a gi you can get jacket a jacket and pants and then stuff it with clothes and tie it up normally and it works perfectly it's not that good but you can definitely use that and you can definitely work some techniques like submissions and pass passes um so a homemade grappling dummy that's something you can definitely do most people that do mma have geese well some people don't do any gi jiu-jitsu or gi stuff you can find a gi or you can just use like a tracksuit an old tracksuit and fill it with old clothes or blankets so that's what i've done at the static quarantine and it was working really well i'm not doing that right now because honestly i just can't be bothered really it's not amazing but it works quite well for a short amount of time and then you can't use it for longer but i got a little bit bored with it okay so either buy a grappling dummy or you can make one no excuses with that and then there's so many solo drills that you can do so what you can do is first just do 50 double legs then do 50 single leg setups what I mean by that is, imagine you're grabbing the hand, grabbing the head, or grabbing whatever, and then going for a leg or an ankle. And then other things you can do is sprawl straight into a single leg, or uh, you can do sit-throughs, you can do shrimps. There's so many different solo drills that you can do. So that's grappling pretty much. There's not as many as many things you can do. Um, I, the way I look at it, solo drills is like shadow boxing, and a grappling dummy is like a heavy bag or any bag. And um, but then the best way to train is with a partner. But if you can't have, a, if you can't have a partner or you don't have a partner, then you can do all these. These are what I've been doing for the last probably year or so. Outside of my club to improve. So yeah, alright guys, thank you for listening, this one's a bit longer than recently, I felt like this was a good enough podcast, I just showed some ways that I've been training, these are things I've been doing for the last year or so, so thank you for listening, and see you guys for the next episode, actually, if you didn't listen to my last podcast, it's about a minute or two long, it's just me explaining my new podcast schedule, Mondays and Fridays are going to be normal podcasts, but every Wednesday it's going to be an Instagram live with someone. Um, I'm doing this just so I can have more ideas and not run out of all my ideas for podcasts too soon. So thank you for listening. See you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Kids, BJJ and MMA podcast. If you enjoyed it, then consider sharing with a friend and listening to more episodes. There'll be new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If you want to support me on more platforms, then look in the description. All of my accounts are there. Thank you, and see you the next episode.